0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Producer Says What. I'm Pierre Jackalone. I'm speaking to you from Hopetown Sound Studios in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. And it is May 2021, and the last time uh, we did an episode was Christmas. Um, So I figured it was time to say hi again. There's been a lot going on. Uh, I guess um, let's just do... Let's do a run through the news of Hopetown Sound real quick. Uh, first of all, um, yeah, both uh, myself and Brian Dale Allen-Strauss uh, are fully vaccinated. And that has loosened um, our COVID protocols around here to some extent. It really is t- about what's comfortable for the artist at this point. Um, we're still asking people to wear masks. Um, but, uh, particularly of note in the A control room, if you're vaccinated and we're vaccinated and we both have masks on, then it's, we're starting to have artists, uh, be in the control room again, which is a big, big step. We, we haven't had that all for about a year. Um, but again, it's about whether they're comfortable with it or not, whether you're comfortable with it or not. Um, we still have, um, the setup in the large vocal booth with the desk speakers and television uh, and the talk back mic so that if artists uh, prefer to be in that room uh, or, or you know if, if you really would rather not be wearing a mask you can be in that booth with by yourself uh, without a mask and that's fine uh, and you know still uh, sanitize it uh, every every day every night um, so um, so that's a big change actually. And um, you know, frankly, um, the booking never slowed down here with COVID, but people you know uh, have been uh, feeling a little safer, I think it's safe to say. And um, you know and booking's been strong this year. Um, and so actually let's, let's, let's go to that. Let's see uh, there's been some really cool stuff going on. Um, you know, first off, uh, Paul Bodie and the Slidewinder Blues Band have been making a really ambitious album project here. Um, uh, f- I mean, it started off as 15 songs, uh, two of which are are actually not part of the album, they're, they're singles. Um, those are cover tunes. Uh, and one of them is done and actually, um, in the hands of Triple uh, A radio right now and, and about to hit Spotify and everything else um, and that's a really cool uh, really cool song, really cool cover called Little Bit of Soap and um, I'm not going to remember all the details but Paul's told me all about it and he played me the original song it was from like 1961 and it was like a doo-wop song and now they've reimagined it as sort of a Texas blues and it's Very, very cool. Um, For people not familiar with um, Paul and his band, they're just a smoking blues band out of here in Doylestown. Um, You know, Paul uh, plays uh, guitar and and slide guitar and lead guitar and and sings lead, and um, and then uh, Glenn Hale on keys. He's just not only is Glenn is amazing, and he's also the nicest guy in the world, and you know, uh, he is also, uh, he has been our go-to uh, for keyboards for the Hopetown cutting crew. Every time, you know, we need to uh, put together a band for an artist, um, he's he's been my first call for keys. Um, brilliant on piano and organ and, 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 and accordion. He's a killer accordion player. Um, so that's Glenn Hale and uh and then we got you know chuck and dave on bass and drums you know just amazing players um and uh and the brooks sisters carol and Jeannie, are singing backup and and it's so good it's amazing having um you know both of them in the studio at the same time they're just so good together they grew up singing together and they're both professional you know singers and professional background singers as well which is you know, for anyone who hasn't seen the brilliant documentary uh, 20 Feet from Stardom, backup singing is a really unique talent and it's rare. And, you know, to be able to, you know, just put down harmonies and um, and it, it's just there's so much subtlety to doing that particular thing well. And there's so few people that can really pull it off. And, you know, both Carol and Jeannie are just. Top flight professionals, they're incredible, um, and the whole package, the whole band, just sounds, you know, stupidly amazing. There, yeah. You know, um, I think when people hear blues, they think, you know, dun 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 dun, dun you know, just sort of a very simple twelve-bar or sixteen-bar blues. Yeah, this is a lot more than that. This is shuffles and just, um, you know, really really fun stuff. A lot of groove and. Um, and actually, we have a, a really fun session coming up for the other single um, uh, Paul is bringing in uh, a killer horn section. So, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Um, so, that's um, that's what's been going on uh, with, uh, with Paul Bodie. Uh, also, what's been going on, uh, there's um, a, a synth-pop act called Parlor Magic um, uh, out of New York City. And sort of the, the lead uh, singer-songwriter has uh, basically uh, been... Uh, he's locked out our Studio B for the last two months. And he's just, you know, he's written and recorded um, a new uh, EP. And uh, that's still... It's just about finished with recording. Um, Yeah, he thought he was done, and I think he's coming back for uh, a little more vocal recording, and then we're going to mix that in Studio A. And it's really fun. Anyone who's been here has noticed that there's been a a couple of really awesome analog synthesizers just sitting in Studio B. Uh, There's a Juno 106 and a Moog. And, um, you know, uh, this was exactly what that room was built for. You know, it was for producer artists to just camp out and just be creative and that's exactly what he's done and it's been fantastic you know and you know uh that that room if you're by yourself and you don't need an engineer um we rent it for half the price of the a room you can still pull from our mic cabinet and and any and instruments that you might need um you know uh he did all of his vocals through our neumann and through um brian's um, Universal Audio um, 6176, which is an incredible piece of gear. Uh, like the left side is their classic tube mic preamp, and the right side is their classic 1176 compressor. Um, so uh, you know, just really high quality uh, recording, and um, and you know, and he's been having a great time making great music in there. Um, and again, that that was the vision for that room, and I hope others will, will find out how great it is. I mean, you know, Brian Strauss has been having a wonderful time working in that room, too. In a, in a funny way, I mean, you know, the A room is bigger, but um, 10 years ago when we opened, you know, we had to get going as fast as possible, and... You know, we just put up the walls as fast as we possibly could, and you know, unf- I I've treated the room very carefully, and I think it's great. But um, you know, uh, in in a lot of ways, um, the B room, as you know, even though it's smaller, uh, was I was able to you know design that a little more deliberately, <laughs> and um, and you know put a little more thought into it and and the room just feels and sounds great um and it's a real pleasure to work in um so again uh I'm hoping more producers and artists will see the value in that room cuz it's really great um and like in this case um you know uh uh Luke is the guy from Parlor Magic uh brought his own um his own computer, his own laptop, and and it was great. He just plugged in our interface, which is you know the the new Apollo X4 uh, from Universal Audio, which is an incredible interface. It's it's so awesome in so many ways. Um, uh, but you know we also have um, a cutting edge uh, you know Mac Mini that's um, packed with software. We have you know Pro Tools, Ableton. Uh, Logic um, and uh, Cubase available, and um, and yeah, you know, the entire native instruments complete ultimate suite of in, you know, uh, virtual instruments, and um, you know, our entire universal audio effects library, which is about 83 plugins or something, is available, and. Um, and oh, and because it's an Apollo interface, um, Universal Audio's Luna software is available too. That's which is um, new and fun, and, and if you have their hardware, it's free. Um, so um, you know, it's just great stuff, and it's very high end, it's very professional, and um, and you can you can do great work in that room. And I, again, I hope more people will see the value. It's and it's also it's quiet, and it's a great work environment. Yeah, you, know, you get the vibe of the studio. You can get a coffee. You can grab a water. You can, <laughs> you know, um, you can grab a Martin guitar if you need it. Um, <clears throat> the Nord keyboard if you need it, um, and really make great music. And and it's uh, affordable for you know for just about anybody. I think at that rate. Um, and the nice thing is, you know, uh, I'm here. I can answer questions for you. Uh, and you can do what. Uh, Parlor Magic is doing, which is you can do all your recording and then bump it over to the A room and do your mixing, um, or maybe just do certain elements, you know, in the A room. Yeah, you know, if you want to do live drums or if you want to do your vocals in there. But um, yeah, if you're if you're interested in in that, uh, please reach out to me and or Brian, and uh, we'd be glad to talk to you about it. Uh, and also, you know, we're available to engineer in that room as well. It's a little more money, but um, it's still less than the A room. Um, and you know, Brian is our resident uh, Pro Tools expert in that room, and he would love to work with you. Um, so, uh, you know, anyway, that's that. <laughs> uh, other things that have been going on, because uh, there actually has been quite a lot going on. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of people have been aware that um, we've. We've managed to have a relationship with pop star uh, Zayn Malik, uh, formerly of One Direction, um, uh, the you know, the boy band uh, from a few years back, and uh, he's been great. Um, Basically, the the long story short that, um, is that he uh, he came to the area in 2017. Um, you know, it's not uh, a secret that he uh, he's been. Uh, dating Gigi Hadid, the supermodel, and now they have a baby actually. And um, uh, basically, Gigi's um, mother Yolanda um, bought a farm near us, very near us, like three minutes from us. And um, and uh, Gigi and her sister Bella and their brother and uh, um, I think Amir is his name um, and their mother have all been living there. And Zayn was staying there with them in 2017. And came in to Hopetown for about three months, and um, and recorded a lot of music. Actually, um, five songs ended up on his uh, epic CD, um, Icarus Falls. And you know, I think epic's appropriate. It's twenty-seven songs uh, that you know that album, and. Um, but of the five that he did here, um, I think three of them became singles. Uh, so that's really nice. Um, and I know the, re- the record went gold in the U.S. Um, it's, that doesn't sound like a lot, but um, in this day and age, like the only way you get gold in platinum records is if is they only count entire album sales. And, you know, that's actually pretty rare these days with iTunes and downloading and streaming and, and Spotify, <clears throat> you know, to sell a whole record, a whole album, I should say. Um, and so, uh, you know, what that doesn't show you is that um, that album has, I think the count last count I saw was 2.1 billion streams, billion with a B uh you know on on spotify um and so that's those are the real numbers that zane is getting on that album but um but still it's nice to have a gold album again it's really hard to get these days and you don't see very many new ones anymore um so uh so that's a lot of fun i've still yet to track down uh getting us the physical thing to hang on the wall but we're entitled to it and uh and it will happen. I'm, I'm going to make it happen soon. Um, but anyway, uh, the reason I brought him up was um, Zane came back, and <laughs> yeah, you know, we hadn't seen him since uh, the summer of 2018, um, and uh, where well, he was still recording for for Icarus Falls. Um, and so, in uh, this time, what happened was he had recorded a duet uh, called "To Begin Again" with. Uh, singer-songwriter uh, Ingrid Michaelson. And, um, yeah, they hadn't, they had released the song, but they hadn't done an official video for it yet. So, um, it, you know, it looks like basically, I mean, the the song is really on her album, and um, it's under her umbrella. And it looks like they asked Zane for, you know, can we get some B-roll of you in the studio or something like that. And, uh so, they uh, they came in, and it was really fun, <clears throat> you know, it was about, they were only here about four hours, but it was, you know, um, it was lighting, and and wardrobe, and makeup, and the whole nine yards, and, you know, the whole production, and, um, you know, and they shot uh, Zane in the control room, and in the live room, and... You know, you see these things happen, and you're like, oh, I wonder if, if any of that will actually make it into the video. And sure enough, um, it did. And, you know, every every shot of Zane in that in that video is in Hopetown. Um, and, you know, I guess it's just particularly fun because, you know, an artist like that, um, you know, his he's got such a huge fan base. Uh, I mean, 38 million followers on... On Instagram and so on, and you know, like most boy bands, his um, his fans are pretty um, enthusiastic, shall we say? And um, you know, it's like Beatles level kind of um, uh, fame with his fans. Um, and so there's a lot of expect. You know, you're expected to uh, to sort of keep it under wraps. You know, where he is at any given moment um and so we we haven't really been able to talk too much about his presence here uh until now (laughs) uh yeah now that there's a video out there and it's been out what two or three weeks and it has uh, 4.5 million views and um and the nice thing is that you know zane said directly to my face you know i really want to help people learn about this place um so you know this was green light for from the horse's mouth. Oops, that's my watch. Um, Yeah, that we can talk about it. So, that was cool. Um, And, and yeah, for the record, for his fans, for anybody who wants to know, he's a really nice guy. Um, And um, one of the things that I found really funny was um, when his fans discovered our social media, um, there was, you know, a big hit right in the, right when the video came out. And just, people interested in the studio for for a minute and hopefully that will that will persist but um, I posted on Twitter a picture of uh, a guitar that he, uh, he gave me uh, for, in Christmas of 2017 um, and it was you know it was a Taylor guitar and but he signed it and it was really nice and he dated it and happy me on Merry Christmas Pierre. and it was really a nice gesture and um, that picture got more attention than, than than like the the pictures of him being in the studio, uh, and I think uh, I think he got, he got like six thousand likes on Twitter or something. And you know, I only uh, assume that happens because it's like that really shows uh, his fans, you know, more about who he is than even a picture of him. You know, like it it shows um, you know kindness, and 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 that was a that was a nice thing. It looked like his fans really appreciated it. Um, so, look, that was that was exciting. It was fun. Um, yeah, you know, he uh, he did not record the song here, um, but but it was still really fun to have him here and to have a video shot and to have that exposure. Um, so uh, so that was cool and again really exciting. Um, so uh, there's other projects that have uh, certainly been going on around here. Uh, Singer songwriter Steve Ertz, uh, Ernst, did I say it right? Um, uh, has been uh, recording songs and and making great use of the local talent around here. Um, you know, both uh, Carol and Jeannie Brooks have been singing for him, and uh, he did a really fun song um, called uh, When I Live in Hell, and it was sort of like this bluesy song, you know, about being in hell, and um, when I first heard it, I was thinking, man, this you know, this really needs like a, a growly, raspy, you know, uh, raspy voice, and you know, I'm thinking Doctor John or something, and, and then um, and I thought of may- maybe using uh, Spencer Johnson on vocals, uh, who lives nearby here, and um, and and I knew could do a growly voice. And turned out Steve knew him, and uh, they connected. And Spencer did this incredible vocal um, for for the song, and it, it, it's so much fun. Uh, I will be posting it soon to the studio uh, listening page. Um, but it really came out. The whole song came out sort of like Tom Waitsy, and uh, and really, really fun. Um, and also, uh, Steve, uh, I, I had the rare pleasure. Steve produced me and really encouraged me. I was playing guitar for him to uh, try to sort of step out, um, you know, uh, of the, the you know the, the diatonic sphere of the song and, and do something a little, you know, out harmonically. And um, we got a really cool guitar solo on that song. I'm I'm really happy about. It. Um, so that was fun. Um, and let's see, I, I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, uh, I mean, over the course of the beginning of the year, uh, Gerard Duca did a song and finished it. Uh, that, w- that was a lot of fun, too, and, and similar experience, just really fun working with them. Matt Friedman has been making incredible music here, uh, another local artist uh, doing country. Uh, and we've been having a ball. Like He's been writing some great songs, and um, and he, he's a multi-instrumentalist. Um, you know, he just bought a beautiful uh, Gibson, uh, like a 19, was it 46, 49? Uh, Gibson from uh, Carl at the Tinicum Guitar Barn, which um, I know I'm going on about local stuff here, but Tinicum Guitar Barn is, is known far and wide as uh, an incredible place to score uh, vintage instruments. And, you know, a lot of, um, you know, rock stars traveling through will make a point of, you know, making uh, a pilgrimage to that place, and for good reason. Uh, they have they have excellent instruments, but uh, Matt and I had a fun, really fun day where like he played his his new nineteen forty six uh, guitar, um, and then we and then he had me play my nineteen nineteen Gibson mandolin on the same track. So yeah, you know, we had to do pictures of of the two Gibsons, the two vintage Gibsons, next to each other. Um, and again, great stuff, uh, uh, fun, you know, really great songs, very personal for him in his life. And, and um, in fact, one of the songs, uh, I think, was for his wife's, uh, he and his wife's anniversaries. Uh, and so that was a lot of fun, like sort of getting it, you know, out the door in time for that. Um, but yeah, he has an upcoming EP uh, where we're putting together everything he's done for the last few months. So that's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and uh boy uh there's um uh, i feel like i I know i'm gonna forget stuff there's just been a lot going on and yeah i don't want to leave out uh brian dale allen strauss uh has has had projects in here that have been awesome too um uh alex uh is alex paul i don't want to get your last name wrong Uh, i think that's it uh has been recording here with them uh brian recently mixed an incredible album by the band illinois uh who ironically live here um but uh, really amazing album (laughs) and um and he was kind enough to let me master that album and it uh you know this is an act that's pretty well established in this area and um whrw down in philly apparently knew who they were because the single immediately went into rotation and You know, I think they knew who they were, but that single deserved it. It was really incredible. It's a song called Stumbleina. That's really so good. Um, And I think I haven't put it on the studio website, but I will do that right away because it's really worth checking out. Um, So uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Mark Goodfolk, uh, I don't know if that's his actual artist name, (laughs) that's his Instagram handle. but has, uh, has been doing recording here too. Um, and he he, uh, f- uh, he had Brian go out to Colorado to record with him and and then he came here and, and did some work in the studio with him as well. Uh, so they're doing some really great work too. Um, so you know, it's been fun. The studio's been humming. Um, it's been really busy. We had a great, great first quarter. Um, as usual, uh, my gear addiction has been in full swing, and there's been a lot of new stuff um, coming in. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll run through some of that because that's where I really have fun. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we okay, I, I filled up the 500 series racks in the desk. The desk is done, really done. There's no more room. Um, and the last uh, piece is to come in were two equalizers, and these are really cool. I'm really excited about them. There was a lot of interest from other engineers about this. Um, these are Helios EQs that were just uh, a new company called H2 started recreating these classic Helios equalizers. That he, now, Helios mixing boards uh, were widely known in um, the early, late 60s, early 70s, uh, they were one of the first mass, like, not mass, but, you know, like, uh, produced mixing boards. Um, and they were very popular with Pete Townsend. Um, most of the, you know, the early, who was done through uh, the Helios consoles, Led Zeppelin, just all kinds of classic rock was done through Helios consoles. And, you know, when you hear them, you know why. They just have this amazing sound, particularly in the mid-range. Um, so uh, that's a lot of fun. It's a very particular color to have, um, but it's really fun to have. Um, killer on drums and, and uh, guitar, electric guitars and, well, anything really. But, um, you know, less of a problem-solving equalizer, more of a color thing. Um, and we uh, are maintaining our love affair with Audioscape. Uh, this is a company down in Florida great company i'm so happy that they exist (laughs) uh i don't know how long they've been around i've only been aware of them for a little while but um they uh are recreating uh this classic hardware um and really being very meticulous about sourcing original parts and really getting the sound right of the originals and um And then selling it at a fraction of the price of what the originals cost now, at least. And um, I'm looking right at it as I'm speaking to you. And uh, we have two of their um, LA-2A compressors. These are um, the sort of tall, cream-colored, very simple with the one meter in the middle uh, devices that are just... Um, yeah, cream is appropriate. they're 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 very creamy sounding. They're, they're you know they're they're really, um, you know, uh, they're really great on uh, bass instruments and on vocals, and they're just a very you know, nice thick tube compressor. Um, and uh, we also have um, their SSL compressor, which is something uh, it's recreating the main compressor in an SSL mixing console, which is like the most ubiquitous, most expensive mixing console. Whenever you see, you know, uh, studio porn pictures of gigantic mixing consoles, nine times out of 10, it's that brand, it's SSL. And so this is like the main compressor on the main output that you put on the mix. It's the last touch that you put on a mix. Um, So they, you know, uh, SSL themselves sell just that compressor and Audioscape recreated it, and, uh, and that's a lot of fun. It's great. Um, and then the final one we just got uh, a few days ago, um, and that is uh, it's it's called a V Comp by Audioscape. But what it is is recreating this really classic uh, tube compressor from the 1950s, actually by a company called Gates, um, and it was a stay level compressor. Um, this compressor had already been recreated by a company called Retro a few years ago. Very well. Uh, Retros is very nice. Um you know, the difference is Audioscape's version sells for one-third the price of Retros. And I haven't A-B'd them together, but you know, the Audioscape one sounds amazing. And if I were to you know, it's this box, it's tall box that has, you know, the gray one with again the one-meter in the middle but it has seven tubes in it, all different kinds. And you can, there's all these different settings. You can, you can roll in just the right kind of uh, tube distortion in a way that no other piece of gear that I have can do. And um, they're just, they're awesome for that, you know, for just thick, big, and a little distorted. And, you know, the, again, great on bass and vocals and Whatever, whatever you put it on sounds great. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's uh, in fact, I'm my voice is going through it right now. How about that? Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, there's just been furniture uh, that's been fun too. Um, we we ordered a sidecar to um, to the main desk. You know, just one that matches. In November, and it took this long, but it finally <laughs> arrived. And um, and then uh, I also I found there's a company called Sanctus Sound, uh, and um, they're in New Hampshire, and they make beautiful studio furniture like racks. And I, I got a three sp- a three rack, um, like a triple rack, uh, from them. That's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, all handmade and stained and finished. And, and, um, and actually the guy that made it, um, it was funny. Like I, I talked to him a few months ago and uh, cause his stuff is so beautiful, uh, but he didn't ship. And I was like, well, I'm not driving to New Hampshire and back for a rack. But so I, I saw him selling the rack again on reverb.com and it, said they shipped, so I double-checked with him i was like Are you sure you're shipping and he said yeah i got a solution for shipping so i bought it and the second i paid for it like the next morning he goes yeah i'm not so sure about my solution for shipping i'm just going to drive it down myself <laughs> so um you know he literally uh drove it down himself from new hampshire and uh i don't know how that works as a business model <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, but i was very happy to meet him and to and to get safe delivery of the rack and um and uh, so that was really cool. Um, I hope for his sake he's figured out shipping by now. But um, but yeah, beautiful rack. Really happy about it. And, you know, this stuff is like, um, you know, for me, it's like, I'm this is like the last rack I ever want to buy. <laughs> and the desk is, is beautiful and I'm so happy. And it's the last desk I ever want to buy. I mean, this stuff is like really, um, you know, I feel like, you know the big investment that i'm done kind of stuff and um and it's great like i'm kind of that's where i'm feeling about the entire studio it's just really gotten to that place of um you know um the studio that i always wanted and i've got it now and i'm thrilled about that and you know it took me to uh being 51 years old to to reach that place but um you know, uh, that's something, I guess, to pass along to younger engineers or people that are, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for a long, long time. And, you know, it really is about perseverance. And there have been, you know, good years and bad years. And, and um, you know, um, you hang in there and you and you hold on to your dream and, and you eventually make it happen. Um, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's great. Like, it's really great. I gotta say, um, I'm so thrilled with the way the entire studio is is running right now. And everything we're recording is just sounding so beautiful. It's sounding like so done just right after recording. Um, And it's really a pleasure. It's a pleasure for me and and from hopefully for everybody that works here too. Um, And uh, so that's about it uh again i know i'm i'm forgetting stuff but um i just wanted to jump in and do an update because it's been a long time uh okay i hope everybody's well uh i hope i hope 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 so much that we are coming out of this covid nightmare haze and you know emerging from our shelters and and we'll be able to, you know, all be in the same rooms without masks at some point in the near future. And, um, you know, it, it's it's been rough for everybody, much rougher for some. And, But, you know, we're all going to make it. We're not all. We're going to make it through. And we're going to, you know, hopefully come back stronger. Um, you know, I, I think for me, it was... You know, it may have—it felt like it might have been foolish at the time, but you know, I made a big investment last year, even though our, you know, earning was down with COVID, because that was my therapy. That was my fighting back. You know, it was no, this isn't going to beat me. And as a matter of fact, you know, I'm going to build. I'm going to make it. I'm going to, you know, it's like it was almost an existential moment. I mean, I think it had more to do with turning 50, but. um, but it was just sort of like, you know, you live once and, and you know, you need to go for it. You need to do the things that you want to do with your life. And um, and again, I think it had more to do with turning 50, where I just decided, okay, I've, I'm no longer going to look forward to the future, to the studio I wish I had. I'm going to have that studio. And um and i'm going to enjoy it for what i got the time i got left on this earth so um yeah that that's kind of what motivated me i know um some people have been poking fun at how much stuff we've been acquiring lately but um and that's totally fine <laughs> It's worth poking fun at but uh but that's the reason why man it's um you know, I think it was I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I picked up a piece of gear or I was talking about a piece of gear, and I was like, "Yeah, this thing's built like a tank, it's going to last twenty years. and then I realized, wait a minute, twenty years i'm turned I turned fifty like where am I going to be when I'm seventy and am, am I you know can I still even do this and and um and you know, actually, on that note, uh, you know, let's to say I want it, it's it'd be a good thing to stop and recognize uh, the passing of probably the greatest recording engineer among us. Um, Al Schmidt, passed away uh, last week, and. Um, but you know, the, the th- I celebrate you know his life. <laughs> I think he was ninety-one when he died, and um, and I looked him up. He had credits from this year, from two thousand twenty-one. So um, you know, here I am worrying about what I'm going to do when I'm seventy. You know, this guy was still making records. <laughs> uh, you know, until the you know even in the year that he passed at ninety-one. Um, and so, th- if that isn't an inspiration, I don't know what is. You know. Um, so go Al and go all of us. Maybe all be half the engineer and half, you know, half the man you were. And, uh, you know, um, and thank you to your spirit for everything you've done for music and for recording and, you know, in general and for the world. And what a better place you made the world throughout all of your work. Um, he for people who aren't familiar with Al Schmidt, he's recorded, oh God, Bob Dylan, um, you know, uh, Ray Charles, Barbara Streisand, <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on. He's recorded everybody pretty much. And um, y- you know, he's just an amazing, amazing person. Um, and and also uh, the, uh, factually the most awarded, recording engineer of all time, 23 Grammys. Uh, so, that's pretty impressive. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, that's that's the optimism right there. It's, a, you know, you just keep doing it, man. Um, and, and I don't know the man, I didn't know the man, but I can only imagine that the joy of his work probably kept him going and, um, you know, uh, saw him into such, you know, advanced years and that's That's a beautiful thing, Um, and may we all be that fortunate. So, all right, on that note, uh, I'm going to say goodbye, and um, my hope is I want to do a podcast really soon that's playing music um, and not just talking, because there's such great stuff coming out, um, you know, from all the people working here, and... Uh, I really want to, sh- I mean, this the website, the studio website has a lot of that music, and it will have more very soon. I'm going to update it. But, you know, I just want to have one place like that where you, everybody can get a taste of some of it, because it's so good. Um, just great stuff coming out. All right. Thanks to all the artists who have kept us going and um, and uh, shared this tumultuous year with me. And um, you know and here's to uh, a better year and and uh, onward and upward all right take care guys bye bye